0: hey tribe this is your girl shakina i want to welcome you to our first official tribe meeting happy juneteenth also known as freedom day jubilee day cell liberation day emancipation day Let's get into it. And
1: I'm gonna have my girls introduce themselves. Hey y'all, it is Shar. Welcome back. First meeting in the books y'all on June 10th. How significant is that? I am about to fire up my grill. I don't know about y'all, but I got my half smokes ready. I got my chicken ready. Hey mom, you gonna do the potato salad, right? All right. Hey y'all, it's Tor. I'm here, I'm
2: excited. I got the grill going. I got my wine and my cup. Kids got their rap song. We ready. I don't know about y'all, but we
0: ready. Well, I definitely have my glass of wine. We about to get it popping. Have good conversation about just where we are this day and age and how we plan on celebrating today and especially the rest of our lives coming in with Juneteenth. Before we get started though, Wednesday was a very significant day. And I don't know if this was is relevant for everyone, but for me, I just didn't hear a lot of conversations or anyone really spoke about it. Wednesday it was the fifth anniversary of the Charleston Nine. Um, at 9.05 at Emmanuel African Methodist Episcopal Church in Charleston, South Carolina, we lost nine lives to senseless, to a senseless violence that has continued to plague our community over and over again. So we want to give these nine souls love and may they continue to rest in peace forever. One other landmark that Shara will go into talking about, and this is a victory that'll take us right on into celebrating Juneteenth.
1: The Supreme Court has just been really, really making us proud this past week, okay? Uh, We all know Trump tried it, right? We know Trump tried to block and uh, uh, attempt to rescind Obama's Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program. Right. So, basically, long story short, that was the program that protect qualified immigrants from deportation. Trump tried it. Y'all remember? He tried to
0: block it. Supreme Court. Oh, they're trying it. Trump been trying it ever since he ran for election back in how many years ago at this point? You're too
1: long. How long? Too long. Too long. And the Supreme Court made us proud, okay? Supreme Court has not always made me proud personally, I will speak for myself, but lately they have been. And, you know, I had a um, Facebook follower who made a good point and said, you know, given the climate that we're in, and thanks to Black Lives Matter that it's changing a lot of hearts and minds and it's changing how we do business overall as a country. So I thought that was a great comment that one of my followers wrote because it makes a lot of sense. People are rethinking how we do business overall, even our politicians and the Supreme Court, the highest court of the land. So Shout out to the Supreme Court, Um, great work, and hopefully we can continue to push things forward when it comes to equity within this country.
0: Absolutely. Um, Again, shout out to our Brown brothers and sisters um, for their tremendous victory that will, um, I'm sure Trump's been tweeting all day, so that will be continued, but we will not give him the power we will not give him anything on this show. So, moving on from there, back well, to...
1: Can I just say something real quick, Shakina? While we're on the subject of Trump tried it... <laughs> Girl, I so, thought... What's up with your boy? What's up with your boy saying that he made Juneteenth famous, y'all? Where did he make it famous at? This,
2: This coming from the same man that told us Frederick, uh, Frederick Douglass was sitting across
0: the table from him. Listen... And the fact that he continues and continuously gives no respect, no power to the movement that is happening all across this land right now. Black Lives Matter, the marches, the protests after George Floyd's murder. I mean, let's be honest.
2: It's not much that this individual can say that's shocking at all. And I expected him to say that considering he wanted to do his kickoff campaign on Juneteenth in Tulsa without any regards to Juneteenth as a whole or the fact that Black Wall Street was where? Tulsa.
0: In Tulsa.
2: (laughs) I'm like, this man is, he is
1: showing
2: every day who he is and there are still people defending him
1: right and i've had this argument with people over the past week of whether that was intentional or not and i stand by my belief that was very intentional it was a coincidental um trump knows what he's doing he is shouting shouting to his base right and he knows who his base is it is not the progressives it is not people who have flipped from the last election until now who were once his supporters, who are no longer his supporters, it is literally the racist racist who he is calling out with the bullhorn. And that's exactly what he was doing. It was very symbolic and I'm shocked that he even rescinded his decision in order to do that. And he's holding the rally the very next day. Oh, but it made sense. See, I'm not even shocked at that because Considering who he
2: is and what what he has done in the past, this works for him in his book. He's how he's gonna come out and say, "See how I gave them their day yesterday? See how I cared about them? No way they can say I'm racist. No way they can say I'm this. It's all strategic."
0: And people, what do you have to lose? Right?
1: Clearly, (laughs) clearly a lot. That's what he said, and then we got your girl Candace Owens, who we're not going to go too deep. We
0: we will not give her. We will not give her not one okay. second. Okay. Not,
1: okay. Okay.
0: Because we're black woman
1: reborn. We're black woman reborn, and we know Miss Candace Owens is not.
0: In in the in the words of my grandma, God blessed her soul, and we're gonna leave her where she is. Amen. 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 <laughs> yes. So going back to just being jubilant in this time and celebrating Juneteenth, um, the significance of the emancipation of the last remaining slaves in the Confederacy. Imagine being free and not knowing that you're free. Working under oppression, still, yes, a master, in the fields, working every day, and you are free and you don't even know that you're free. Long behold, Union General Gordon Granger, who rode into Galveston and let the last remaining slaves in the Confederacy know that they were free. And just going into just a little education for those of you that may not know, Um, emancipation let's talk about what what is emancipation the fact or process of being set free from legal social or political restrictions it is liberation and the Oxford definition of emancipation is the freeing of someone from slavery I just wanna say that again. The Oxford definition is the freeing of someone from slavery. Slavery a lot of times, especially in the 20th century, living in 2020, is not just the slavery of being slaved or owned by someone, but sometimes, and I know that my girls will can testify to this, we are slaves a lot of times of our own minds. We are slaves of everyday life and we are free. So we have to really just go into finding a way to um, live in our freedom and in our rebirth.
2: So while we're talking about Juneteenth, let's jump in to the nitty gritty. What are your thoughts on individuals who say, we shouldn't celebrate Juneteenth, it should. It's just strictly for people in Texas and or if we celebrate Juneteenth, we cannot celebrate July 4th.
1: So when I had those conversations, I think of a famous quote, none of us is free until all of us are free. So for me, even though we know the Emancipation Proclamation was signed two years prior on June 1st, 1863, And some would argue, well, why don't we make that the national holiday that we celebrate as far as slaves being free? Well, we weren't all free. And then there's the significance of the day. June 19th was the day where they said, when those slaves found out that they were free, there was Jubilee, there was dancing. They left their homes, they left their quarters. They left where they were and were dancing in the field. There's a significance behind that. You know, so there's meaning behind Juneteenth. Um, It is the longest recorded holiday that celebrates slave emancipation in history. So we wanna continue to honor that. We weren't all free. So I I do believe that, yes, it does have a rich history that's connected to Texas, right, that a lot of people don't know about. A lot of people don't even know that during that time, before this, Texas conceded from the the union. At one point, Texas was its own country. (laughs) Hey, they can go back to that if you ask me, but we're not gonna talk about that. Girl, don't get
0: up tonight, girl.
1: But, I, you know, I think it's very um, the first word that comes to mind is ignorant, but I don't want to use that. But I, I think, you know, saying that this is only something that Texans have the right to celebrate, I think is is wrong. Um, and I think it's, it's definitely something that should be brought in, which is happening. I think what's happening now is that, you know, there is a rebirth that's happening with the holiday and I'm excited to see it. I'm off today, thanks to the broadening of the conversation that's happening. I'm, I'm happy to see my white counterparts who've never heard of Juneteenth before in their lives, now talking about it. And you know, that's
2: sad when we think about it, the fact that it's not something that people know about at a young age. Um, it's unfortunate that schools don't teach about it. Because when I think When I think back and I look at the fact that we're taught pretty much since kindergarten about Columbus Day, um, but yet we're not taught about Juneteenth. And I, I find that amazing. And I think that this is where we take it a step further and we fight to have the history put back, like our true authentic history, put back into the schools and making sure our kids are educated and this is something that whether or not they choose to celebrate it, they know what it is and they know the importance of it. And they know that even without these last slaves being freed, where would we be right now? You know, and just understanding that it took that to happen to even get to where we are, where let's be honest, a lot of of us are still in some ways enslaved. You know, we, we still all don't know we free. So I, I think it's very important that we make sure that we're educating our kids, we're educating our neighbors, that we're we're going to these carnivals, we're having these cookouts, we're having these um, celebrations, and we're knowing why we're having them. I think that it's a shame that people um, want to, downplay individuals for celebrating something. Whether or not you started celebrating it this year,
1: last year, or you've been celebrating it forever, it shouldn't matter. It should not That's one thing that we have to get rid of in our community. Oh, I've been celebrating. We always got to one-up each other. Y'all notice that?
0: Always. Always.
1: Like, come on. It's okay. I don't care if your sister just is her first year celebrating celebrate with her you know like or give her ideas right so you don't have to say oh i've been taking off and we don't care because we all getting off we're all say we hey i got my email earlier today that said the building is shut down and guess what my computer will be shut down i will not be opening up now one email i'll be marinating my chicken and and that will be that and the thing is be
2: happy that all of a sudden and celebrate, that means that they're educating themselves. That means that, that that internal revolution is happening. That rebirth is happening.
0: Even with that being said about Texans only being the ones that should celebrate it, um wh- whoever came up with that. But let's talk about migration, right? So as these individuals and as our ancestors began to get happy and celebrate their freedom. They migrated to other parts of the country looking for their family that they had been torn away from. Okay? So even with that, they went to Oklahoma, they went to Louisiana, they went all over looking for their family. There was a migration that happened and they took that celebration with them. Now, everybody who lives in Texas is not from Texas. Come on. So nobody, everybody owns the right to Juneteenth that understands, that has taken the time to really understand what's going on. And if we can even go a little deeper into some of the history of it, it was African-Americans and Muscago's. So if you, for those who are not familiar with Muscago's, those are Afro-descendant groups of um, Kalalua. I believe that's how, I, how you said it, Kalalua. C-O-A-H-U-L-A, Mexico.
1: And this come on, is, girl, with the spelling, come on.
0: I'm going to break it down. If I can't pronunciate it for y'all, I'm gonna break it down. At least you know where to go and how to look it up, right? Um, located in Mexico, so that's going back to us coming together as Black and Brown people. This is mm-hmm. not a day of the us being Black. It's a day of us being united as one. And I
1: think that's why it's so important for us to know our history and why when we fight, right? Because now you see a lot of these super pro-black, black black only people that's popping up. And if I'm saying I'm fighting for my brother who is brown or my sister who is brown as well, then somehow that makes me less black or less a part of the revolution, right? Y'all watch me on social media, like I'm, I'm saying a lot. So if I say you know I also believe in DACA, then that makes me less black. No, that means that I know my history. Right. That means I know where I come from. That means that I know that this is one movement because this is a system that's oppressing more than just black people. It's right. all interconnected.
0: And in this group, they're descendants of black Seminoles that escaped slavery. So let's let's even go back to refugees and how we want to send people back that are seeking asylum, okay? In some way, shape or form, whether you, our ancestors were um, running from state to state, they were refugees as well. As I began to further educate myself um, past just Juneteenth, the holiday, but really researched the people, the slaves that came from Georgia and South Carolina, they went down into Florida and that's where they met the Seminole tribe and they protected each other from, from racism, from slave masters. So, I mean, it just really opened my eyes up so much. And as I began to read this and go over it, um, they Speak a language that there are only 200 people that are left on earth right now that still um, speak this language. And after doing research it says that within 10 to 20 years this language will be forgotten, it will be extinct. And the language is is Afro-Seminal Creole. There are only 200 people that speak this dialect left in this country. We have to do something to preserve our legacy. So if you're looking for a new language to learn, I encourage you all to seek out your Afro-Seminal Creole language to learn so that we can preserve our history basically even with this with our um ancestors that ran and um sought asylum mexico actually took in our brothers and our sisters and our ancestors and took care of them and now so i want all of our brothers and our sisters everyone that's listening to this podcast right now when you see someone that is we have this Ability sometimes to look at Mexicans or other um, cultures, look down upon them, but know that we are one and that we intertwine and, inter- and intermingle together. And they took us in when we needed to seek refuge.
2: You know, speaking of that, um, one of the things that I've been thinking about these last couple of weeks. Especially as the conversation surrounding Juneteenth has resurged, and um, it's becoming a part of, you know, daily posts on social media, tweets. Um, the news is covering a lot more. Is the kids and, and families that have been stripped away from one another at the borders and in cages, and it, it made me really think about in modern day time, they're waiting on their quote-unquote Juneteenth. You know, they're waiting for the moment that someone comes in and say, you know what, y'all are finally free. And you have individuals that are looking right now at them and they know that they're free in some sense, but they don't know how to go get their brothers and sisters in these cages at the borders. And it just reminds me how far we still have to go and that in celebrating today we can look out and see modern day times of enslavement we, we can look out and see that even though we may not have experienced Galveston Texas at that moment we're still experiencing something that can mimic what um, what it was like then. We're still understanding what it's like to see individuals that you know are human, that you know are like you, but still enslaved and, and, and still being told what to do, when to do it, when to eat, when not to eat um, and being stripped away from their parents to the point where if they are released they're going to have to migrate to different areas to figure out where their families are. So if there's anything that I say to the tribe right now is that whether or not you choose to celebrate in the sense of going out, whether it's cookouts or going to celebrations or, you know, going to the Smithsonian or going to Galveston, Texas or going to um, New Orleans or Oklahoma or wherever, take time and really sit down and reflect on where we are as a nation right now and how similar it is to 155 years ago. The resurgence that's happened and the fact that we are now in a place of uproar that is going to yield positive outcomes. Um, I I think that we, we really have to take today and reflect. I do some serious reflection within ourselves and um, for our community.
0: Absolutely, and I just, you know, we are continuing as black people in this country that needed help, needed someone at some point in our lives and our ancestors' lives, we needed freedom. Our ancestors were looking for someone to free us. And just like Tori said, our brother, brown brothers and sisters are looking for their Juneteenth at this point.
1: We want to thank y'all for joining us this tribe meeting. Please, 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 please take time out to reflect during this rebirth of Juneteenth. And we will see you at the next tribe meeting. Remember to... Subscribe,
2: tell a friend, and tell a friend, and tell a friend. Um, follow us on all social media platforms on Instagram, Facebook. We are the Black Woman Reborn on the website, blackwomanreborn.com. We hope to hear from you, um, making sure that you stand in contact with us, commenting. We talk back. We love you all, and until next time.